Hello, corn dogs. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, Anchor by Spotify is your solution. Anchor allows you to make a podcast in the easiest way possible. Let me explain. Anchor has tools to let you record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. It also distributes all your podcasts for you, and you can listen on Spotify, Apple, wherever, and Anchor does all that for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, enjoy the show. Watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast. They're a semi-chaotic team, man. They're here for podcasting. Watch a new and podcast. Watch a new and podcast. They're headed to the tri-state to hang with Phineas and Ferb. So come along for all the thrill with Felipe, Navi, and Will. They're firing up the Rewatchinator. This is what we're going to do today. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What You Doin', your favorite Phineas and Ferb Rewatch podcast. And it is me, Agent F, not Agent Double F. It is Felipe here, as always, but with my lovely co-host. Let me introduce them. First things first, this is a man who always uses the correct toothbrush, I think. Will Davis. William, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I got a quip toothbrush, actually. I got a, I got a, I got a quip. Uh, around, I think I got it for Christmas last year, and I've had it. I've had it since then. I would it's like nice. to clip mostly because it vibrates every thirty seconds, so you know which side of the mouth mm-hmm. to go to. Yeah, according it's to great. the ads. I I like how it uh, it has the little. The travel case is also a thing you can stick up on the mirror, mm. uh, so it's it like keeps it up and up and away from everything, and also you just peel it off the mirror to take it with you. Love that. Love that. We are not alone, William. We are joined by... We got an ad for this podcast 10 seconds in. I'm sorry. Yeah. At least we're advertising that and not the things you were discussing pre-show. Um, like uh, I need a toothbrush. Whoa. That's sponsoring us. Yeah. Um, and we are not alone. We are joined by someone who never climbs through the gears and never grinds anyone's gears. It is Navi. Navi, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. I hope I don't grind anyone's gears. That would, that would be sucky. If you grind anyone's gears, I need to know whose gears you are grinding because I would like to go beat them up. No one talks and about Navi. This is why you're the buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> Not I according kinda, to the Twitter poll. Yeah, no, I've gotten, I think it, it was like Blossom and Bubbles were like neck and neck. I was like third on buttercup at least. Like, yeah, so people do- think I'm buttercup for some regions and which makes no Shut sense. Up, Tim is very, very pro Navi is buttercup. Uh, so as, as he's probably now, the most likely to be a weeb. That's probably why. Uh, so this this poll probably. has been up for for six hours. Uh, yeah, for Felipe, Bubbles and Blossom are pretty close, forty two percent to thirty eight percent. But Felipe doesn't have a majority in any of his. Uh, the highest one I'm is Bubbles with forty two percent. He contains multitudes. Um, Navi, yeah, fifty two percent of people say that uh, Navi is Buttercup. Who is voting on this poll? They clearly don't know me at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have 50% of people who say I'm Blossom. Navi, that was very Buttercup energy of you. Is it like, <laughs> yell at them. 
Big buttercup energy. Build me a buttercup, baby. I th- I'd like to think that I absorb the energy that is in the room and I just absorbed a Felipe's energy and it became mm. his virtual room. Yes. yes. <laughs> Honestly, the real answer is that we are all Mojo Jojo. Yeah, I was about to say, I, if I'm Buttercup, I'm better off being Mojo Jojo. Like, I think mm-hmm. I have more in common with him than I do with Buttercup. One of my favorite, like, innuendo jokes in a kid's show that you realize is an innuendo later on is um from the Powerpuff Girls. It's like when the professor tells their neighbor that the Powerpuff Girls were an accident in the lab. And she's like, oh, yeah, I was also an accident, according to my parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, but we're not here to talk about the Powerpuff Girls. We are here to talk about... At least until we start the, the Powerpuff Girls rewatch podcast. Is that after Milo Murphy's Law? Sugar, Spice, and Everything Pod. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Uh, we are here to talk about Phineas and Herb uh, and all the shenanigans that happen in these two episodes. So first off, I got to ask, how was your weeks? Well, to, to peek behind the curtain, it's not been that long since we've talked to each other. Yeah, true. Um, uh, we are recording on Sunday, and yeah. it is a very important Sunday. Shout out to former guest of the podcast and great friend of the pod. Happy birthday, Zach. And yeah. also happy birthday, Ooh. Jenny and Uncle <laughs> Kiwi. Uh, Jacob also would like to send his regards to Uncle Kiwi, uh, saying happy birthday to him. So, yeah, so happy birthday to all these 926ers. Mm maybe last time we were no last time we recorded on tuesday so it, it has been five days it was it was the 21st night of september that's when we recorded aye, aye. um so yeah since then it's been a great week survivor came back um, oh we have updates to our our yeah. trash draft um, oh my god yes uh i i am tied with someone for first place right now i don't it's know me. who. yes and navi is is losing the trash draft but we still got a ways to go yeah, it's only been one episode, guys. Let's chill yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, really, really, it's there's no places to this. It's just whoever whoever has the winner loses. Yes, um, but man, I no. will say in in that other draft, uh, I did pick Sarah Wilson for my team only because you said you may have seen her in person. So, thanks for that. Listen, I said I may have drunkenly seen her at a bar or at mm-hmm. a house party. I didn't say mm-hmm. anything, and I said that's good enough for me. Put her on my team, and look what okay. So Look where like, that got me. So if uh if uh Rodney ever plays Survivor again, you're gonna pick him because I I met him at a Rodney Bull thing. Well, I I think that's on you for going to Rodney Bull. <laughs> it was on me. <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna pick him and then blame it on me. Blame your mistakes on me. If I did pick him, I would blame it on you. Yes, but I probably we'll just, wouldn't pick him. We'll just love blaming the other people in his life. First, it was Sam. Then it was Nathan. Now it's me. Next it's you, Navi. Be careful. Yeah, I'll keep my eyes out for that. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't blame anything on Navi. She's buttercup and she would kick my ass. I'm not the buttercup. <laughs> I don't have enough energy to go and be the heavy and beat the shit out of people like Buttercup does. I, at not this to, point I'm a blossom. I just delegate and let the everyone else, you know. I think now he's the buttercup because she's my winner pick for the Royal Rumble for Renap. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil too much of this episode, but but Candace really threw some shade at Navi, in in one of these episodes here. Oh yeah. We'll we'll get to it when we get to it. 
Yeah, uh, speaking of getting to Will, tell us what happens in this first episode, Gelatin. Yeah. So the first episode, Day of the Living Gelatin. Um, I'm so confused by this episode. Have y'all <laughs> ever too. had gelatin in that plate thing? I've never seen that. I always see like jello in a bowl and you scoop it, but I've never seen like those like jiggly jellos. Yeah, it, well, it's like you basically make it in, uh, it's like a bun cake where you make it in the bun pan and then you flip it over. Yeah. Um, I've never seen one in real life. Yeah, I don't know that I ever have either. And then they always like had those like, well, obviously the office with the stapler, but then like the broccoli and Timmy Turner, like mm-hmm. that's how he eats mm-hmm. his veggies. But Navi, what about you? Yeah, no, I've only ever seen it presented that way in movies and it always looks not super appetizing to me. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I've never seen one that looks good. Honestly, this episode probably made that presentation look the best. And it's like in like a very simplistic cartoon way. So mm-hmm. yeah. I will say the most delicious one was Jeremy. You can clip this, Will, if you want. I don't care. I would eat Jeremy's head. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Um, you know, when I, whenever I was a kid, we used to make Jello at my grandma's house in little like Easter egg molds, and when it was like Jello in the shape of eggs. Mm. Um, but Damn. that was that was the only like molded Jello I've I think I've had. Did you squirt on that Jello? Uh, no, of course not. <laughs> well, if Phineas and Ferb can't relate, they did. They did that in this episode. They sure did. Um, so this episode starts off. Uh, Candace and Jenny and Stacy. Jenny's back. For Happy one. birthday, Jenny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not Jenny Autumn, but Jenny last name. Um, they're having the um the first meeting of the Healthy Desserts Club. Um which is a, a club that Candace came up with. Uh, and the first meeting, they're making gelatin because Candace says that nothing says low-calorie, non-fat like gelatin. Uh, and then Stacy absolutely reads Candace here. And she's like, mm-hmm. is the whole reason you made this because Jeremy's favorite dessert is gelatin? Which, come on, Jeremy, what the fuck? Like, yeah. really? The choice, the choices, sir. Do you all, do you all have a favorite dessert that's better than gelatin off the top of my head cheesecake okay i do love a good chocolate chip cookie like a deep dish chocolate chip cookie Mm, like a like a skillet cookie yeah actually for my birthday the last few years during quarantine my mom would make a chocolate chip cookie cheesecake so like Mm. a deep a skillet sort of thing on top with the cheesecake underneath interesting interesting yeah i'm a big key lime pie guy myself so is jacob so He's a vegan key lime pie, though. I don't think you you are enjoying the. I've never had key lime pie. Mm. It's very similar to cheesecake, except less yummy. Uh, I'd say more yummy, but uh, it it uh, very tart, very tart the key lime pie. The color always like threw me off. Like it was just always a bit too bright. I'm like, I don't mm. know how I feel about this. That's fair. Do you have a Do you have a favorite dessert, Navi? anything sweet i wouldn't go for jello per se i honestly am surprised that it's considered a healthy dessert in the first place because isn't it just all sugar and food coloring sugar and water and food coloring and and bone cartilage yeah yeah and horse hooves right yeah yeah uh but yeah, no, jelly gelatin is not not a go-to for me. Also, doesn't it take like five hours to like sit in the fridge? 
So like it's not something even, like, like that. Yeah. So the choices. I think that, I think we've established that this is not a pro Jello podcast, but this is like a neutral gelatin podcast. I guess. Yeah. Also, I was at my boss's house last night because they invited me over for dinner again, and I had pumpkin pie, which is very good. Ooh, hmm. I do love a pumpkin pie. Yeah, pumpkin pie is awesome. I could check can't a little, go check wrong with froyo or ice cream. Hmm, okay. Um, so Candace, she finds Perry the platypus in the cabinet, and she gets very mad. She calls him a rodent. Which I don't think platypuses are rodents. Nope, they're mammals. Um, um, rodents. But also, uh, did we notice what color Perry is throughout the show? He is green. Yeah. So this this was a a, a TikTok that that I saw uh, from Dan Pavenmeyer. I think I sent this to you, Felipe. Yeah, that's how I saw it. Um, where uh, Dan Pavenmeyer was talking about how uh, for years people would ask him the question like, why are why did you draw this platypus green? Platypuses aren't green. And he would say, I don't know. I thought it was cool. I thought, I thought green looked good. Uh, and then like 20 years later, uh, they discovered that some platypuses, whenever you're, they're exposed to like UV light or something, they, they glow in this bioluminescent green. Um, and he was like, man, I was 20 years ahead of the science, wasn't I? And there you go. Now he's reveling in the fact that uh, the platypus can be green. Phineas and Ferb is science fiction. Yeah, you heard it here first. Uh, speaking of science animal. fiction, the boys come into the room with like a molecular transporter. That just it, It's very like Star Trek, beam me up type stuff, but beam me into the kitchen. Uh, and they, they go to take Perry with them. Uh, but before they leave, uh, Jenny offers them some jello. Uh, they ask if they want cherry or grape flavored. And of course they pick, pick grape. No, I would pick cherry. I don't know about you two. Cherry and grape are the two hardest flavors for me because they're the two flavors that are most often used for like uh, uh, liquid medication. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I so think orange also a little bit. Orange a lot too. Uh, but I think cherry and grape things are the, I think cherry is the worst one for me that I can get some cherry candy that I taste it and I'm like, oh, this just tastes like cough syrup. Oh, like Robitussin? Oh, this, this tastes like children's Tylenol. I hate Robitussin. Just taste of it. like. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I, I hear what you're saying. I think I like... I'm very much a... Give me the red fruit candy mm. or the, the purple ones. Like, there's not... Like, I don't like... That is the power. choice here. Red or purple. Yeah, so uh, I do appreciate that. Like, I'm not a big... Like, Skittles, I go for the red or the, the purple. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely think... I think I would pick cherry in this instance. Like, I'm a big fan of cherry soda if I do consume soda. Mm-hmm. I definitely go for grape. I like cherry soda. Um, I am skeptical of red red, red flavored things because red flavor can be so many different things. Yeah. Uh, and red fruit punch is one of my least favorite flavors. Red Gatorade is by far the worst. Sorry to all the red <laughs> Gatorade stands out there. It's blue all the way, baby. Um, so uh, question for Navi. Do you like grape soda? cherry soda or like cal mitchell do you like orange soda do you love oh, orange soda well i'm not a, like the biggest soda person but if i had to pick i'd probably pick orange yeah i i tweeted today kids these days will never understand who loves orange soda we'll never know who loves orange soda i do i do i do yeah plus you know keenan and cal it's like in there 
Oh, uh, I need to take this to uh, Los Angeles. Uh, this uh, bracket. Oh, uh, How far did all that make it? Keenan and Cal won the first round, but lost to Zoe 101 in the second round. Ugh, it shouldn't what have. Is, is, is all that in there? All that is. Uh, uh-huh. All that made it. Uh, it lost to Phineas and Ferb in the second round, but it beat Navi's favorite, Emperor's New School. Hmm. I'm okay. So I, voted, I was the one vote for cool. all that to beat Phineas and Ferb. I think I, think I would actually do that as well. Me too. You can't say no to Lisa Lefe Lopez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we'll stop. Um, so the the boys they're getting ready to leave with their jello. Um, and and Candace says something to them like well, like Candace, she thinks that they're they're gonna ruin the party if they partake in the jello at all. Uh so she says, like, why don't you just go and make your own jello? Uh, and then really realizes her mistake uh, because she knows they're they're going to make it. They're going to do it bigger and better and more bustable. Ferb goes on some uh, sciencey comment about you know, like the cartilaginous fibers of gelatin. I didn't write the quote down. Yeah, basically, Ferb's right. Is Ferb ever wrong? Like he simps over Vanessa, which is a correct thing mm-hmm. to do. Um, I don't think Ferb's ever wrong. That's my that's my conclusion. Uh, season and change into the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so Candace Candace keeps freaking out. She thinks the boys are going to ruin the party. And and at this point, Jenny and Stacy are just looking at her like she's nuts. Because she, like, she is. Like yeah, she de- like she's definitely right that the boys are going to take something and like make it bigger and better. But she's also like way overreacting to this. She cares too much. Yeah. She needs to just be unbothered by these boys. And she's yes. very bothered. Be like Stacy. Stacy, an unbothered queen. Like, uh, Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say something stupid about, like, Stacy would rather buy clothes than pay attention to these shenanigans. So be like Stacy. Yeah. Uh, so the boys, they go over to Isabella's house. And they're using her pool as the world's largest gelatin mold, um, which I feel like is probably not true. I haven't looked up like the the world record for biggest jello, but I feel like it's probably bigger than someone's backyard pool. Also, you don't want to make jello from pool water. Yeah, Ew, people like, have been in. Jacob that. Jones has peed in it. <laughs> Tell you something. A lot more than Jacob Jones. Peeing no, pool. for sure. Yeah, no, but like, just like. It's all example. piss, baby. And chlorine. Piss and chlorine. I've been a lifeguard. You don't want to, you don't want to. Hashtag piss and chlorine. Stop. <laughs> that is not our hashtag, please. <laughs> Sir. No, thank you. Um, but no, just like I have been a lifeguard. You don't want to, you don't want to drink the pool of water, please. It's oh. almost as bad as the snow that you could be consuming. Mm, yeah. Um. So Belgie, he wants to add his favorite flavor to the mix. <laughs> and and he Belgie was done dirty in this episode. Yeah, so I'm, dirty, I'm but upset. I love that he like was like, I'm leaving now. That was like my favorite part of the episode. He's like, bye, I'm out. <laughs> um, and then they, they start like stirring it all up with uh with these paddle boats. I thought that was kind of cool to like stir the whole pool by by going around in these little paddle boats. Um, you said you said something earlier about how like you got to put Jello in the fridge for it to actually set. 
Uh, yeah. So how the hell is this is this going to firm up in in the summer heat outdoors? So the kids are are treating this gelatin like a trampoline after it has firmed up, uh, and they're 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 jumping on this gelatin. Um, meanwhile, the the teens and the the cool desserts club, the healthy desserts club, uh, they've reached the theme sculpture portion of the party. Uh, Stacy made a pair of shoes because uh, she loves shoes. Basic. Um, Jenny, she made a dove to symbolize her desire for world peace. Uh, and, and Candace cuts her off in the middle of her monologue. Uh, and Candace, like a total creep, made Jeremy's head out of Jello. I mean, Jeremy did write her name in Jello, so like the feelings are there. Yeah, I feel like the the the, oh, the no. bust of the head is is a different level from just yeah. the name. There's a lot of detail. Yeah. Yeah, how and did she get like, gold? Yeah. <laughs> how did she get them? It's like, this is one of the episodes where Candace has big Helga Pataki energy. Uh-huh. That like, I don't know. I, on, football I'm, head. I'm sure she has a, a shrine made of chewing gum somewhere to, <laughs> to Jeremy's face. Uh, but Jenny and Stacy. Uh, see out the window that the kids are bouncing on the trampoline uh, and they want to go check it out um, but Candace says yeah that does that does look fun maybe I should totally bust them for this um, so she she once again overreacts and is and is calling mom to uh, to bust them um, at this point for some unknown reason or, or for some known reason the gelatin has turned evil and this is this is where because Doofenshmirtz. Yeah, it's because Doofenshmirtz, um, his his turn everything evilinator has hit the gelatin pool, and they this is where they do Baljeet absolutely dirty. Like I am upset for this kid, um, because they the gaslighting say, is real. They say, all right, who added the evil flavor? And literally everyone looks at Baljeet, and he's like, Curry's not inherently evil. It's just maybe a little bit spicy. Um, which I will say, it is kind of evil to have a curry flavored jello. Yeah. I think that's a little nasty. But also, the fact that they all looked at Baljeet for being the evil one when he was just adding his favorite flavor to it. I'm upset for Baljeet. I'm sus on Gretchen. I think she snitched on him. And she was the real evildoer. No, but yeah, that was so upsetting what they did to Baljeet. And good on him for taking his ball and going home. He didn't deserve this slander. Yeah, he he does just say, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna f with this big gelatin monster." As he should. Protect your peace, Baljeet. Uh, Candace comes to to bust them, and she gets eaten by the gelatin monster. Um, this is where we get the song. I originally wrote down, I thought this song was called Squirt That Gelatin Monster. Um, no. God damn it. Um, I thought this song was called Squirt That Gelatin Monster. Um, because they sing that lyric a lot. It turns out it's even worse. It's called Come On Kids. Um, but I, I, I kind of dig this song. It was kind of, kind of a fun song. 
a lot of uh, them Who's running really? away from them running away from the monster kind of thing. I don't remember this song that much. Like, I couldn't tell you how it goes. Do you want to sing it for us? Come on, kids, and let's squirt that gelatin monster. Yeah, I, I, I was not a fan of this song. It kind of reminds me of, like, a dumb song you would listen to on, like, what was that? Yo Gabba Gabba or whatever the hell. <laughs> like, it feels like it's from, like, that specific type of mm-hmm. young children's television. I, shows. I thought it was, it kind of reminded me of the Monster Mash. Um, but it also kind of reminded me of like the kind of song they would have on like a Scooby-Doo episode. Like they're all running away from the monster and playing some, some hijinks. So like the monster mash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but do you think the song could go to, it could it, like the, the imagery of the song could align with Montero? Have you seen that TikTok trend? Uh, y- yeah. Well, the trend is specifically the with like, yeah. like intros, theme songs. And yeah. usually even more, it started with anime intros. Yes. But, uh, I saw Jake in the Neverland Pirates today. I was like, this one works. Like, mm-hmm. it aligned. Like, uh, But in, in the midst of this, uh, the gelatin escapes down the drain. Um, and uh, Candace becomes free. She, she was inside the monster the whole time. Uh, but not anymore. Uh, and then Linda comes over, wonders what happened to the dessert party. Yeah, go ahead. Is Candace the monster on Survivor? Ooh, maybe. <laughs> what if what if Jello is the monster on Survivor? We just haven't seen the Jello yet. Jello, Jefflo, Jefferson, Gelatin Probst. We'll workshop it. Yeah. Also, I I, I do think we'll Gelatina Wesson. <laughs> Jellion Morris. No. Um, uh, Will, you missed an opportunity to say that your favorite dessert was berries and cream. Oh, well, it's not uh, my favorite dessert. It's my favorite uh, TikTok trend based on a Skittles commercial about a dessert. Navi, Starburst, have you been sorry. protecting your piece? I haven't seen it yet. Good. Good for you. You look much am, happier and healthier than I do. I am a little who loves berries and cream. What more can I say? Uh, so Linda comes over. She wonders what happened to the dessert party. Uh, Candace is now totally out on gelatin. She's sick of the stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Even when Jeremy shows up and he's like, oh, Candace, I made your name out of gelatin. And she's like, ah, I'm still sick of it. That is cute, but I'm still sick of it. I'm surprised she didn't suffocate while she was in the gelatin monster. Yeah. how? I don't know how she breathed there. Well, it's a children's show. That's, that's it that's Science the explanation fiction. for it all um a- any more thoughts on this plot before we go into the the doofenshmirtz yeah. and why did she just eat her way out of the jello monster um what was her favorite flavor yeah probably because it tasted a little bit like curry and and she is like one of the um white people who doesn't like indian food because they think it's only one spice yeah the racism yeah um oh the other the other note i wrote down is is phineas like a nerd at one one time called his watch a chronometer yeah he could have just said watch yeah no need to get fancy certain people would say that's what would get him a swirly who would say that not me no um people 
bullies? I don't know. Okay. There you go. So you. No, I'm not a bully, please. <laughs> I bully the bully bullies you. who bully my friends. Yeah, so you're the buttercup. We've established this one. Mm. But I'm also very spastic with bubbles. I think I'm all three. Let's just say it. I am all the Powerpuff Girls in yeah. one. Yeah, if you're all of the Powerpuff Girls, I am none of the Powerpuff Girls. You are girls. Mojo Jojo. They're, they have way too much energy for me. I can't keep up. Navi is Mojo Jojo, and William can be... I'm the gang, Green Gang. Okay. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. William's Billy from Billy and Mandy. I don't know about that. <laughs> but I don't know about that. <laughs> Uh, so, let's should we jump into the Doofenshmirtz and Perry the Platypus plot? Yeah, here? yeah, and Pinky, and Pinky. Yeah, Perry. He starts off because they're over at Isabella's house. He accidentally goes in the wrong tubes and ends up in in Pinky the Chihuahua's lair. And this is the first time we see that Pinky is also in Alka, right? Pinky is also in. Um, I think maybe we saw once before Agent Pinky, but I. I don't remember. I want to say we saw it once in season one, but but I could be wrong. Giovanni, let us know. Um, so this is the first time I remember seeing Wanda acronym. Uh, yeah, this is the first time we see Wanda acronym, uh, who is who is like uh, Pinky's version of of Major Monogram. Um, so he ends up in the wrong the wrong place. Uh, but then he he makes it back to his own lair, and he gets like a video message from from Doofenshmirtz, where he's inviting him to a tea party, um, but it's very obviously a, a trap. He's like, you you don't come in through the front door. Come in through any other entrance, but not the front door. Mm-hmm. What kind of liqueur are you drinking? I'm drinking a uh, passion fruit liqueur. Ooh, we love the passion one. fruit. Shout out to Chappelle; he also loves passion fruit. Yeah, passion it's good. Is so good. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Uh, so Perry actually goes to the tea party, um, and it's it's not really a trap. He doesn't immediately trap him in something. He's actually enjoying the tea party. Um, and Doofenshmirtz reveals, you know, I think it would be easier on all of us if you were my ally instead of my enemy, my nemesis. Um, so I have I have invented the turn everything evilinator. Uh, to turn everything evil. And then once Perry is evil, then, uh, you know, they can be allies. Um, should he have told Perry his plan or should he have just shot him with the evil in here? I mean, it, it, just like every single episode, he should just do it before he tells Perry what yes. the plan is. But, uh, you know, where's the fun in that? Yeah, I mean, I do appreciate him, you know, walking him through the steps. Not mm-hmm. so much getting consent. I was about to say getting consent. He doesn't get consent. Yeah, not quite. Yeah. But at <laughs> least he, like, all. let him know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, yeah. I agree yeah. with Navi. Uh, so he he misses Perry the Platypus, but he hits a lot of other things instead, mm-hmm. uh, including the big pool of gelatin. So it was, it was actually this ray that turned it evil and not the curry flavor. Uh, he hit a bar of soap. He hit a toothbrush. All of these things. And he hits the button that makes all of his minions come to him. Um, and this is this is why the gelatin kind of escapes down the drain there and leaves leaves the party back on its own. Um, 
the gelatin monster gets there and he grabs Perry the platypus. Uh, Perry the platypus turns on the, the sprinkler, which causes all the gelatin to melt. Uh, and then uh, it, break, it also breaks the innator. The toothbrush somehow lands in Doofenshmirtz's mouth. And he realizes that this, uh, this, this toothbrush is not the one I usually use on my teeth. That's it. That's, that's, that I don't know nasty. what he's using that toothbrush for. I assumed it was some Hardy Shannon stuff in Big Brother 2, like cleaning the toilet. And mm-hmm. I was like, ew, ew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thinking that's, the that's, that's uh, the end of the episode. This episode was kind of like a sleeper. Like, mm-hmm. not the I best. Think... We'll get to in our feedback, but. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, do we want to take a quick musical break? Let's do it. Well, I guess we better rescue Candace. But how do we fight a gelatin monster? We'll beat him the same way we created him. With water. Well, I know what we should do today. Come on, kids. Let's work with that gelatin monster. Yeah. Come on, kids. Let's work with that gelatin monster. <laughs> the good gelatin left in the world. Let's explain that gelatin monster. We'll be right back. And we are back. How was our break, everyone? Great. It was great. Break? Yes. Well, now we're going to be talking about elementary, my dear Stacy. And this episode stood out to me in my childhood to the extent that I thought the phrase was it's elementary, my dear Stacy, much longer than I should have when it's like it's elementary, my dear Watson. Um, so like and even like secondhand nature, I we read some Sherlock Holmes in my freshman year of college for one of the writing classes. I was like, someone was like, Yeah, it's elementary. And I was like, It's elementary, my dear Stacy. And they were like, Huh? What the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, Oh, Phineas and Ferb, none of you had a childhood. Okay. Um, yeah. So Shout out to that class. Uh, are either of you big Sherlock Holmes people? Um, I don't think so. I like I I like the idea of solving mysteries. I don't think I've ever seen a single Sherlock Holmes book. I never saw the Robert Downey Jr. movies. You never, never seen saw, a Sherlock Holmes book. Uh, you've never seen a Sherlock Holmes book. Uh, actually, I can't say that I have seen a Sherlock Holmes book in in person. Uh, I know I ne- I've never read one, but so, I, I don't think I've seen one. Either. My understanding, at least the one that I read, I never like, saw it was like a uh, lot of Holmes shorts. and Watson with uh, with Will Ferrell. I never saw that. Mm. I heard it was bad. It's I never watched bad. Sherlock. I was big on Encyclopedia Brown, but that's not Sherlock Holmes. As opposed to Clancy Brown. 
very different. Yeah. Um, what about Encyclopedia Britannica? Not that either. No. Um, no, I just this class that I took, it was like a adapting literature to media class. So we watched an episode of Sherlock and we read like the one it was based off of. That was my only experience. As, and I've also seen the Robert Downey, the first Robert Downey Jr. movie. But I'm not a big Sherlock head. What about you, Navi? Yeah, so I've read uh, the books back in middle school. Um, and also I've watched the movie, uh, the Robert Downer, Downey Jr. movies. I have not watched Sherlock because I've heard mixed things about it. Um, there are some really good uh, Sherlock Holmes video games that are really fun. I will say that, that you can find on Steam. So I would recommend those. Yeah. Uh, I do enjoy the Tom Holland uh, interview where he was like, I think he was with Benedict Cumberbatch and they were like, he was saying that he tried to pitch to the Russos to allow uh, a line between Robert Downey Jr. and Benedict Cumberbatch in Infinity War to be like, no shit, Sherlock. Um, <laughs> as a reference to the fact that they were both Sherlock Holmes. Will you get a sneeze? No, I almost did. That's the worst. I was at a, I got sushi today and I was just like in the restaurant. I was like, oh, and they had no napkins. I was like, I'm not going to sneeze into my mask. But I was very stressed until I left that restaurant. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So anyways, so Stacy is the Paula to the Mosbacher Fletcher Flynn family in this show. Uh, She goes to London with them. They're in this little cottage as opposed to their old stomping grounds. Um, And they, the grandmother um, tells them to read Sherlock Holmes books. And they stay up all night, not just reading one book, the whole catalog. uh, We're we're skipping over a a big part of the episode here. Um, What, what does Candace say whenever, whenever her grandma tells her she wants her to read? Oh, the, she calls her a boomer. She says reading is what they invented, or what they had before they invented fun. Yeah. This she, is the shade. This is the shade. She read her like a book. The ageism jumped out. Um, just like just like that comment that someone on this podcast made about Blanca last episode. <laughs> I wonder who it was. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, so they end up reading Sherlock Holmes stories. They mocked it, and then they're like, oh, no, they stayed up all night and read the whole thing. Um, so the next morning, they're all leaving, and Phineas and Ferb, are they're going to the London Eye, and Candace and Stacy tag along, and they're like, goodbye, Perry. Uh, be a good boy. So we'll go back to the Agent P mission, and we'll stick to the Phineas and Ferb plot. So Grandpa Fletcher and Lawrence, they decide to drop the rest of the family off at the London Eye so they can go to the international haggis festival and i believe lauren says there are 26 different flavors of haggis 29 29 do y'all remember in big brother 3 when they had that challenge like the the meal from hell or whatever Mm -hmm. jason was the only one who like decided to eat the haggis because everyone else yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i'm not a i'm i don't think i will ever eat haggis yeah, I I have no interest in a lot of like Irish foods like that, or maybe Scottish. I don't, I don't know which one of the two. I think haggis um, is Scottish, but um, but like haggis and blood sausage, 
and those yeah. kinds of things. Anything with like internal organs, not big on. Yeah. Not my jam. But do you? No judgment here. Yeah. Like, like people like what they like, and I like what I like. Yes. And it's usually is... not organ meat. <laughs> well, uh, you like mac and cheese. I do like mac and cheese. I also made a spaghetti on Friday, a baked spaghetti. Um, it was pretty good. I cannot wait until I go visit Will and I get his world famous mac and cheese. Me too. Yeah. Yes. Did I ever tell Navi that Will one time sent me a Snapchat and he was making the mac and cheese and he was like, uh, get the get, like the macaroni in a pot and then he That's like, not what I said. I I I quoted a <laughs> I I quoted a vine about macaroni and cheese. I'll leave it at that. If you know the vine about macaroni and cheese, you know what I said. But I quoted a vine about macaroni and cheese. Whatever you did, my response was William shock face emoji exclamation point. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I can I can what what is your mac and cheese secret? You're not going to share it on the podcast, I assume. But like, is it is it cheddar cheese? Is it or do you add like other kind of flavors? The cheese is uh, whatever I feel like having. I just I, I make a cheese sauce and I mix the macaroni in a cheese sauce and then I bake it with more cheese um but it's a very good cheese sauce are you uh, the best chef in your family uh no i don't think so uh a lot of, a lot of time like my mac and cheese is very good uh You're i think the best mac and cheese in the family um yeah but i think i think maybe if if some of my brothers had tried more that they could probably have a a, a good mac and cheese um a You're lot of times, chef on this podcast. I would accept that because I'm mm. terrible at cooking. Same. Um, my my brother Tucker recently got a smoker, and he's been smoking lots of meats. Um, Sam is also a good chef and baker. A lot. A lot of times, if if I like am trying to figure out how to make something, I will text Sam first and say, "Do you have a good recipe for this?" And then usually go from what he says, and then maybe change stuff a little bit. See, but uh, uh, Sam, Sam is a very good cook. From you, I feel like you talk about what you're going to cook a lot. Every mm -hmm. time Nathan talks about what he's going to eat, he's like, "Oh, we're ordering Domino's," and I'm like, "Nathan, you should get the cheesy bread," because he's like, mm -hmm. "But I want the pizza." I'm like, "Nathan, you should get the cheesy bread." That's that's my take on the Domino's of it all. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I, th I think they ordered uh, pizza for Survivor Wednesday. Survivor. And uh, a double eviction. Uh, yeah, that too. Yeah. I, I, uh, that, that was always a big tradition growing up in our family was, was Survivor Wednesdays or Survivor Thursdays. We would order pizza. Back when it used to be Survivor Thursdays. I've never experienced a Survivor Thursday. Really? Because I got yeah, it during I, One I, World. Yeah. The, uh, I want to say, oh man, how I long has it been? I have experienced a Survivor Sunday though. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I, I did have a few finales on Sunday. I'm trying to think how long it's been since Survivor was on Thursday. I know through like it was Heroes vs. Villains, I think. Oh, okay. Because I think Nicaragua was the first one on Wednesdays. Man, it's been Survivor Wednesday for ten. Man, eleven. Well, years. I think season one started on Wednesdays, but then yeah. they changed it. Yeah, <laughs> season season one was Wednesdays, and then it became on Thursdays for a while. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know it was Wednesdays again by the time I was in college. Um, but yeah, that was that was a tradition. Usually, Survivor premieres and finales, we would uh, order pizza. Uh, but not every uh, week. 
Uh, not every week, because then we're ordering pizza every week. Yeah. But uh, uh, this week we had a we had a survivor watch party with the the Cheerwine and Pimento Cheese Alliance, um, and had a it was it was it was a delicious spread. It was there. Uh, I had chicken noodle soup. Um, there were, did you have uh, Did you have shrimp and yogurt? Uh, no, we we didn't do the John John and have a shrimp ring and Skittles yogurt. But uh, I was I was happy to see his post in the in the Patreon. That's when everything group. is all right with the world. And John yeah. John had the shrimp ring. The 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 shrimp ring and Skittles yogurt. Name a more iconic duo. Put them on the Amazing Race. Um, also, shout out to our favorite Santa shrimp, Jacob Redman. We see you. Um, on Akiva's birthday, especially. Uh, anyways, so they they end up going. This was a tangent from Haggis, but that's where we ended up. Uh, yeah. Linda and Grandma Fletcher. Then they they're like, oh, "We're gonna go explore downtown London. Here are your tickets for the the London Eye." Uh, where they end up splitting up because Phineas and Ferb have an idea. Is this one of the first times that they like we don't know what they're doing? I don't think it's I the think... first time ever, but it's like one of them, right? I want to say it's the first one we've gotten so far. I yeah. really, I really like this. They turn the episode on its head, and they don't tell us what they're gonna do because the, the whole episode is really about Candace and Stacy trying to figure out what they're doing. Yeah, and Candace wants to bust them, but she is like, "Oh, we can be Sherlock Holmes. It's elementary, my dear Stacy." And Stacy just wants to go shopping. Like, let the girl mm-hmm. go to. She doesn't go to London all the time with to visit family. Like, she's mm-hmm. literally the Paula to your Olivia, mm-hmm. Candace. Also, Candace re- being really present presumptive being oh you can be dr watson i'm gonna be sherlock holmes you can be my sidekick mm. it's not very yeah. fair Stacey is in hbic so she didn't deserve that mm. so uh yeah so they end up going uh and stacy throughout the they look at the tube have you, either of you been to london i believe no nope. one of you has no i have family in london but I haven't been to London since I was like 12, I want to say. Maybe later. I don't know. But I I have like family like in London as well. Like uh, so I went a few times over the years. But uh, actually, I remember in London, I listened to uh, that's where I bought. I had gotten iTouch for my birthday, iPod Touch, and I bought Gitchy Gitchy Goo on iTunes. Oh. So I remember listening to it in London. So that's that's a fun little full circle moment right now but yeah so uh yeah stacy is like i want to go shopping and candace like no so they look at the tube stuff um and it confused me just looking at that but uh candace has bought that sherlock holmes get up um and stacy has a hat and stacy just wants to shop that's a common theme throughout the episode but candace sees uh finney's and ferb walking to an auto supply store and she goes after them. Um, so they talk to the guy, and he has a thick Cockney accent. And Stacy translates what he's saying, uh, basically like, "I like how hey. she has the the Cockney for tourists <laughs> dictionary." <laughs> yeah. Um, so he, basically, a lot of it is like they got some parts, and then they're a little young to be doing this, right? And Candace is like, "Yes, yes, they are. And that's why I got to bust them." Um, mm-hmm. So they continue to chase them. They see tire trails um, from the store and they chase them around town. And this is the song, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, it's called It's Elementary. It's Elementary. It's like a montage song. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, Candace also has to pull Stacey out of multiple stores throughout this montage. Um, so they end up seeing Phineas and Ferb, they, who drop a notebook when they get into the cab, and uh, part of the page is ripped out. So the girls pick it up. Uh, it reads, Two Big Race 1600 Water S. And Candace thinks that they're going to make a big race at 1600 Water Street. So mm-hmm. she calls her mom and they arrive at the address only to find out that it's an abandoned building and Phineas and Ferb aren't there. So she ends up remembering a trick from one of the books where they take the lead of the pencil and to uh, find the indentations and mm. the, the real thing. Oh, she, re- she remembers the trick because uh, she says, she says something to Stacy and Stacy's like, Oh, I didn't get that impression. And Candace. Yes. Oh yeah. Impression. That's yeah. Yes. Um, Stacy coming in with the clutch here. Again, she should be sure. Yeah. We stand, Stacy. Um, so then she they they find out what it actually says, and it says, to do today, Big Ben race to Thames 1600 uh, for water slide fun. Is it Thames or Thames? Uh, I think it's Thames. Thames, the River Thames. Um, so then they end up going there, they arrive at Big Ben and they find that Candace was right. They're making a giant water slide up in Ben, and this looks fun as hell. I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't know if Navi agrees with that sentiment because Navi doesn't like amusement park rides, but I, I would definitely ride this water slide much better than the last water slide they had. Mm-hmm. I would. Ugh, come on. Navi, not even for us. Nav- no. Navi just lives before they invented fun. Yeah, exactly. I didn't say it. <sighs> so uh they uh big ben they make the water slide it looks fun so it loops around the tower and it fires them into the london eye so uh the lift comes down to grab candace to the top and she screams as she goes down and linda's like uh whatever and stacy's like i want to go and phineas is like sure go ahead and then phineas is the last customer of the day also we i forgot to mention ferb uh they did see them with a pineapple earlier. They're like, what is this? And Phineas was like, oh, Ferb is hungry. And then Kenneth's like, oh, that's for the stick of butter. And he's like, no, that's for speed. Um, and he rubbed yeah, the butter on his like nose. They, they dropped the notebook. They had also been dropping some other things. Yeah. Uh, like this, this butter and this pineapple. Do you think Stacy started this search and being like, it's been a long time. But look at what, look at all the things you've done. I'm proud of you. Like those clues. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because uh, they're looking for clues. Yeah. That was a stretch. A little bit. I think I broke, I broke my back stretching that far. Maybe. Uh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, yeah, they, they all land safely in the Ferris wheel. Um, and, yeah, so Stacy starts to notice that because of the Duke flat, Big Ben is starting to fly. She tries to show Candace, but Candace, like always, ignores Stacy to see Linda. And uh, yeah, uh, that the the clock floats back down. It, uh, the slide falls apart. Everything falls into the river. And Ferb says he'll never understand fashion after seeing the girls. So that's the Phineas and Ferb plot. Do you all have things to add? Um, did you say the bit about the free tires? No, I did not. Uh, I, I this this was a funny bit to me. Uh, it, w- it was whenever they were trying to find clues 
and and Candace sees these like circular imprints in the ground and she's you know commenting on them and and she's like oh there's a faint smell of rubber in the air that must mean this and this and this and Stacy's like you know there's a sign right there that just says free tires that's probably what all this is for yeah it was a good bit it was oh I just saw a Navi tweet on my timeline or a Navi like tweet that was the Jack Harlow was a fan of Survivor tweet that Maggie Beth Did you see the TikTok that said, this is what, uh, who you are as a person, if you, uh, based on your love of Nintendo games. And um, I sent it to one of my good friends who is queer and for Animal Crossing, she was obsessed with Animal Crossing. The the person was like, if you're obsessed with Animal Crossing, it means you're gay. (laughs) And she was like, no lies detected. Mm -hmm. Um, They they read me like a book. Um, So just like Stacy and, and, and Candace. Uh, anyway, so once the family is gone, we'll go to the peri-platypus plot. Um, that's, that's a lot of P words. Um, Perry, Perry jumps in through the grandfather clock, zips down the chute, and it's his London lair. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the agency ran into trouble at the last, after the last mission, with, which we talked about with Jay, um, the last mission in London. So this British spy union assigned him a partner for today, which is Agent 00. 00. Um, and Will, did you write down the name of the the person from Major Monograms uh, Corporation? Um, no, I didn't. Give me just a second. It was her name was. But she's basically just M from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she looks exactly like M. <laughs> From, yeah, Judy from... Dench. <laughs> yeah. Dame Judy Dench. Um, it doesn't say on here. Well, did you get a haircut recently? On Tuesday, yeah. Yeah. Did you get it before? Or actually Monday. Days? Yeah, I got it the day before the last time we recorded. I did not notice it. Oh, I think you were wearing Ins- a hat. Uh yeah, I was. Inspector initials. Uh yes, I like that. I, I like between uh uh Wanda Anagram and Inspector Initials and Major Monogram, all those like fun things mm-hmm. they did uh so yeah so uh anyways they try to squeeze into perry's hover car and Dij- agent 00 is like now nah, we're gonna take my card instead he explains all the gadgets and perry hits a button and it ejects 00 who honestly this dude sucked i'm sorry like he was so so he was he was very like over the top <laughs> yeah like he's obviously like james bond but i was like Ugh. Why are you being rude to the pair of the platypus? I did love the the read that um, uh, he started asking all these questions, and Major Monogram was like, "The mammal got it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, seemed to understand the assignment. Mm-hmm. He understood the assignment. Uh, so, and then he gets back inside, and he's like, "Perry, did you think that was funny?" And Perry's like, mm-hmm. "So that that was that happened." Uh, they arrive at Doctor Hines Doofenshmirtz London Lair underneath Big Ben. And he, Dr. Dimitris is like, wait, so your name is double O? Oh, so it's like, oh, three O's. Isn't, and he's like, isn't that just triple O? Triple O. And he's like, no, it is double O. And he's like, well, if he's HMP and you're double O, wouldn't you be oop? <laughs> like, and I oop. And I oop indeed. So uh, he's being crotchety about it all. So, um, so it, they, Dimitris tells him that the plan is, because Doofenshmirtz, his chronometer is very hard to read. 
mm-hmm. and he has to squint. He wants to take Big Ben, launch it all the way to Danville, right outside his building, so he can wake up and see what time it is. And then I appreciated the fact that the the human was there because then he could ask all the questions that like mm-hmm. he's been asking on the pod. It's like, why don't you just buy a bigger watch? I literally wrote that down before he said that out loud. Yeah. I was like, why didn't he? But <laughs> like, this is what I love about Doofenshmirtz because there is a simple solution that most people would do, which is to buy a bigger watch. Um, and then there is the hundred steps way too over the top that Doofenshmirtz would do. Uh, and it's very funny when he does that. Yeah, no, and uh, he's like, but then there could be a big line and I would have to pick up what kind of watch I like. And he like had so many excuses. And I, I was like, okay, Doofenshmirtz, we love the fact that like he thinks harder, not smarter, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and uh, he also thinks that uh, launching the famous landmark into space is much easier than just going to a store. Um, so... Then uh, Agent, they, they're, they're trapped in platypus-sized traps, uh, and Agent 00 is uh, using his watch laser to try to break free. Meanwhile, Perry swings his hat on a button, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not well, he, he picks up a brick, and he throws it yeah. at the button. Yeah, um, and he releases the trap, and 00 pricks himself with the laser, and he's like, well, at least I use my small laser. Um, and he's like, okay, we got... Okay, we got to climb up the gears, uh, basically. And Perry is like, no, nah, I'm going to take the elevator and listen to Lindana. I don't mm-hmm. think Lindana was in the elevator music, but usually it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and he beats him up there. Uh, as Big Ben starts to soar into the sky, Perry kicks Doofenshmirtz in the face, allowing uh, the remote to be broken. The evil genius goes down the slide. And because everything falls into the river in terms of the water slide, Doofenshmirtz lands on the sidewalk and he's like, I expected a bigger splash or something like that. And mm-hmm. that's the end of that plot. Um, and then we go to the cutscene at the end and uh, it is 7.45 p.m. inside Big Ben. Agent 00 is still trying to reach the ladder from the pendulum. He manages to get out through a door under the hands of Big Ben and he looks at his clock to see how much time he has been in there and he's like oh my watch is too small mm-hmm. and then we get the end there you go any thoughts there on this it, episode folks. i liked it I, li- I like this one a lot i do too i think i remembered this one very vividly from my childhood and i think it held up definitely um, stacy deserved better and i think navi agrees with that oh yeah 100 percent yeah, so should we take another musical break and then we'll get in. We got a mystery to solve, clues and puzzles to resolve this elementary. Separating fact from fiction, gonna get me a conviction, elementary. What is truth and what is lies? It's elementary. I see it with my private eyes. Grab your magnifying glass, cause it's up to reason in the gas. It's elementary. It's elementary. It's elementary. Oh yeah, it's elementary. It's elementary. Yeah, it's elementary. 
Stacy, I think I'm close to figuring it out. It's our feedback and our rankings. Yes. Let's do it. And we'll be right back. And we are back. Uh, Y'all, are we ready? Feedback and rankings. Love it. Ready for the Bettys, everyone? Yes. As I will ever be. Yes. So, yeah. Navi, start us off. So we got a couple of emails from Giovanni. The first one is about the uh, the second episode here. And mm-hmm. it's, if Stacy's in London, why didn't her little, little sister Ginger come along with her? Oh, her name is Ginger? I thought it was Gretchen. Gretchen's, Gretchen's one, a right? different one. Yeah. Okay. I think Gretchen is the one who is voiced by Ariel Winter. Yeah. Um, probably because her parents punished her for making fun of Baljeet. Mm. Uh, no, I, it's probably one of those things where, like, uh, 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 the, the parents let Candace bring a friend because Phineas and Ferb have each other. Mm-hmm. What's Candace going to do? Just stay by herself the whole time? Yeah, you know, uh, it's, like I, I don't think Ginger is close enough friends with Phineas and Ferb for them to bring her on vacation with them. Did Connie Britton allow what's his face Quinn to bring a friend, and he just chose not to? Um, I don't know. White Lotus spoilers, but yeah. Anyways. I don't know if they explored that at all. And the other email that we got from Giovanni is basically just him weighing in on the Powerpuff Girls debate that we've been having. He said I was bubbles in my did he Did he agree with the Twitter polls? Nope. Well, he says Will is buttercup because based on his voice, he seems very strong. No. Uh, I am blossom because according to him, I'm smart and the leader. I am neither of those things. No, you're definitely <laughs> smart. You're definitely smart, Navi. <laughs> Don't make fun of my friend Navi like that. Okay. And I think Felipe, if you read that much, you have to be smart. I, I guess. Um, and then Felipe is Bubbles because much like Bubbles herself, no one could dislike him and he's the fan favorite. What? Note that he doesn't uh, cite any personality traits. I, I'm the fan favorite. Nobody can dislike me. I think Giovanni is very kind, but very off. <laughs> I think I am not the fan favorite. I think... <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I mean, like me. so far we have heard from the one fan. Listen, so I, uh, the the fan has spoken. I will take it. I will shower me with praise, baby. I will take it. I mean, I'll take Blossom over Buttercup because <laughs> she's not as like she's not the heavy. She's not like beating people up as often as Buttercup does. She yeah. exerts less energy than Buttercup. Yeah. And that's my opinion on that. So let's get into our <laughs> rankings. <laughs> we got to find other trios and put us into boxes. Yeah, uh, that'd be that'd be good. That could be a whole podcast. Uh, is that a is that a new like is that going to be our version of the T quartet? Is the like put us into three things? That seems yeah. very like self-satisfying. Okay, but yeah, who's, the, who's the Zach, who's the Navi, and who's the Ben? That's what I want to know next. I think I'm the Navi. <laughs> I'm not even myself in this, this instance. Yeah. Um, I want to be Miss Cerebellum. Huh? Who that? In uh, Powerpuff Girls. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm looking huh? at Powerpuff I was like, Girls. Sarah Beth. Or Mitch Mitchelson. Okay. Or the mayor it. of Townsville. I got it. Will is Big D. I am Aza. 
Navi is Xavier. In in what world am I Big D? Uh, because you, you just want to be awesome. She's the least disliked out of that three. No, it's because I, I was going to read I am, myself, I, but no, I'm not going to read myself. Uh, I think I would look great in a yellow dress. I'll just say that. That was not my. I was going to say something. Did you know in in the 2016 Powerpuff Girls series they added a fourth Powerpuff Girl? Yeah. Her name is Bliss. I didn't know this. I did not know this either. And she was voiced by, you want to guess who she was voiced by? We're coming full circle, baby. Allison Stoner. Olivia Olsen. Oh, I thought you were going to say Rodrigo for a second. I was like, good for you. I was about to Olivia Olsen, the voice of Vanessa. Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. Also did Bliss in, in the new PowerPoint. I didn't even know she existed. This okay. is so cool. I got to watch this, this remake. Listeners, write in any trios that you want us to identify with, and we'll start doing that as a segment in our feedback. Yeah. <laughs> Question of the week sort of style. Um, but yeah, so Navi, what are we doing with our, in, with our regular feedback? Um, so now that we're over onto the rankings here, do we start off with the, the music and like what makes the playlist or not? Sure. I think we could start there. And for me, the answer is neither of these really stood out to me. They're like on the like, forgettable playlist if anything yeah yeah i'm I'm trying to think of what what vibe um no i think i would put the first song in like i could definitely see myself putting that on a halloween playlist if it's like an elementary school halloween party playlist um that's i i would put it on a on a like silly spooky playlist um this other one I thought I, I liked some of the uh, like li- lyrics in the song, some of the some of the uh, wordplay a little bit, but uh, overall maybe maybe it was kind of forgettable. I don't mm-hmm. know I don't know exactly what uh, what uh, kind of playlist it would go on. For sure, that's fair. it's not giving me much. Yeah, neither of these make the playlist. I will say, I think we had fun with the come on kids, let's sport the mm-hmm. jealous monster thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we had uh, probably way too much fun with that to the point where we had to cut out a lot of stuff <laughs> with how much fun we've had with that particular mm-hmm. song. Uh, and as for the other one, what is it even called? Um, elementary. It's elementary. elementary. Yeah, I do think it's the better song, but it doesn't really stick out in my mind either. So, no, neither of them make the playlist for me. They're just mm-hmm. too forgettable. Like, these are probably, like, two of the, like, especially in the same episode cycle, like, snooziest songs mm-hmm. in the Ferb discography. Yeah. Oh, I think I think we had some episodes in season two where both of the songs were snoozers. Or season one where both yeah. of the songs were snoozers. But it's been a while, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so where are we off to next, Navi? I guess we can give the pass-fail on the Doofenshmirtz innators. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't we start off with the one we got in uh, Elementary Dear Stacy? What was that one called again? That's a pass because it made me LOL. It wasn't, it wasn't an innator. It was just, I'm going to move the Big Ben to right, behind, right outside my bedroom window. Yeah. Um, which I, I think gets a pass. It's not at all evil unless you're you really care about the um monuments in london but uh i think it was really funny 
mm-hmm. I would give it a pass for that at least. Yeah, I agree with that. That gets a pass for me as well. Uh, what about the uh, evil inator? Um, I like. See, mm. I don't know. I'm medium on it. I would. I'd probably lean more towards fail here. Same. Yeah, the fact that we're hesitating, I think, moves it to fail for me. I like the idea of like working with Perry the platypus as an ally. Um. But it, it, it wasn't, um, I don't know, it wasn't particularly evil or impressive or petty or funny. Uh, it was just kind, kind of okay at all of those things, um, which I'm going to say doesn't add up to passing for me. Agreed with that sentiment. Mm-hmm. And I as well. So I guess next order of business here would be the uh, episode rankings. Am I getting yeah. that right? Yeah. Um, the, the better or worse than reading. Oh, yes. Oh. Better or worse than reading. I'm going to guess you're going to say both of these are not as good as reading at reading. As, not as good as reading. There we go. Yeah. How could you tell? The tell gelatin that. monster I'm with Navi. I would rather read a book. But with the water slide, sign me up, baby. That's where I'm at. I put water slide over reading, but reading over the, the gelatin. Even, mm. even before it was a monster, even whenever it's just let's make a trampoline out of jello. Uh, that's so sticky. I don't want yeah. a sticky trampoline. Also, when uh, the girls were offering Phineas and Ferb the Jello, they were just eating it with their bare hands. Yeah. It was like very. Also, disgusting. Are we going to discuss the fact that they were playing basketball with the Jello? At some point, they, they were like, they were doing a lot of weird stuff with the Jello. Yeah. Except for eating it, that was the one thing they were not doing. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So now our, we are on to our episode ranking. Yeah. So, yeah. Who wants to start off with this one? Um, I can start off. I'm going to put Day of the Living Gelatin in. Uh, so just to just to set the stage here, uh, we've, we've got four tiers, top to bottom. Uh, the top tier is the Queen of Mars tier. Second tier, yummy, yummy, yummy. Third tier is okay. Fourth tier, satellite fell to Earth. Fifth tier, busted. And I'm going to put this first episode in the satellite fell to Earth tier, the fourth tier. Um, I almost put this in the bottom tier because of um, the stuff with Baljeet. It felt very mean. It didn't sit right with me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I also wouldn't be opposed to moving it down. But even, even outside of that moment, uh, it was just okay. And maybe not even as fun as okay. Okay. Um, I also put it where Will has it in the satellite fall to Earth. I was debating the busted slash memento tier mm-hmm. only, but I, I reserved that for the super problematic episodes if we come across that's, one of those. That's what I was thinking too. So this this is just like such a snooze fest. It's probably my least favorite episode we've watched of season two so far. That's why it is in the satellite fall to Earth slash tenant tier. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. I do think that having Stacy and Jenny there to roast Candace um, helped with the episode. Uh, plus the doof plot was like decent enough. Like it wasn't like the best thing ever, but I didn't hate it. So I think mm-hmm. that's inappropriate uh, rank here. So we're all on the same page for the first part of the episode. But what about Elementary Dear Stacy? Uh, I have this in the, the second to highest tier, the yummy, yummy, yummy tier. Um, I think, I think maybe like a little bit 
better or more memorable song could have pushed this up into the top tier for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like that they spun it on his head and didn't tell us what the boys were doing until the the girls had to figure it out. Um, I liked the stuff with Agent 00. I liked the Inator of the week. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was a really fun episode. Yeah. What about you, Felipe? I am struggling right now because I don't know if it's bias from like nostalgia. I'm between Yummy 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 and Queen of Mars, but I also am open to like putting it at Queen of Mars and then moving it down later because I enjoyed it today. I think that's probably like my second favorite episode regardless so far. Um, I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm open to changing this later, but for now I'm going to put it in Queen of Mars just because I have such high memories of it, but it's not, it's no Lake Nose Monster. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I I agree with Will. I would put in the yummy, yummy, yummy tier. Um, I think the whenever I've talked about this before, where I think that whenever they sort of play with the format, it's I usually, if not like actively enjoy it, I at least appreciate the attempt to change things up. So it gets marks for that. Uh, I agree mm-hmm. that if they had a better song, it would probably be up higher, but I enjoyed both plots fairly equally. So I would put it up there for now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I guess now we're on to who won the episode. So why don't we start off with Day of the Living Gelatin? Uh, Felipe, why don't you start us off here? Who do you have as the MVP of the episode? I need more time to think. Honestly, you know, she's not going to get much points throughout this the the show. Let me give some love to Jenny. Candace, she kind of shaded Candace. She she didn't really like deserve to get uh silenced by candace later on so yeah justice for mm-hmm. jenny probably her only point in the rest of the show yeah yeah but well i i was between jenny and belgique i added them both to the totals on the on the side just in case uh both of them got points uh and i think i either of them i'm i'm happy giving a point to i ended up going with belgique um one because i think they 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 did him dirty and he responded to it in a hilarious way by saying, you know what, I'm going to go home. Um, so I gave it to Baljeet. Yeah, I'm giving it to Jenny as well. I forgot how funny she is in yeah. the episode. And I love her like stoner energy for lack of a better yeah. term. Yeah, I, I for, like her voice is, is like not at all, like because we don't get her, we don't hear her talk a lot. We sometimes mm-hmm. see her in the background of things, but we definitely hear her referred to a lot but we we very rarely hear her talk and i i just forget that that her voice is a lot calmer than i expected to be um Mm -hmm. jenny brown did you know she's the sister of Django brown daughter of um daughter of beppo brown beppo i wanted to call him heimlich for some reason Mm -hmm. yeah that tracks uh and she is uh also voiced by allison stoner love that all right, now for elementary, dear Stacy. It looks like Will has picked his MVP here. So yeah, just, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, of of course it's Stacy for me. She she uh got her name in the episode. She's like the key to helping Candace solve the things. Um, I I thought she was really great in this episode. All right, Felipe. What about you? I. I think I'm going to give it to Perry the Platypus. I was between Perry and mm-hmm. Doof, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Perry had to deal with this himbo next to him. That's a, that's a solid choice, too. Yeah. <laughs> the whole episode. So come on down, Perry. You deserve some love. All right. 
Well, to the shock of no one, my MVP for this episode is Stacey Verano. Uh, I just love her so much. She's great. Yeah. So going to the totals here, Doof is still leading with five points. Ferb, Jenny, of all people, Perry the Platypus, Stacy are tied with two. And then the concept of the Aglet, Belgie, <laughs> Candace, Captain Weber, Lawrence, Nosy, Orcas, and <laughs> Phineas are all tied with one point each. Can oh. I give another point to Nosy just for fun? No. no. Can I ask this every episode? You can ask, and we'll say no every time. Nobody's but if Nosy, Nosy shows up, he gets the point. Uh, if if Nosy is in an episode and you choose to give Nosy a point, if, if Nosy is mentioned, is, can I give Nosy a point? Is, that is your a does not count. Okay, that but is... if like Perry's not in an episode and he's mentioned, does that count? No. I mean, we probably wouldn't give a point to Perry if he's not in the episode, right? Hmm. I don't know. Some of us have integrity when we do this this bit of the podcast. Wow, <laughs> that was very Buttercup of you. That was very Buttercup of you. No, no, no. Buttercup would have uh, like yelled. I, feel like I don't Buttercup think passive is aggression is, is Buttercup's deal. I think aggressive aggression is Buttercup's deal. Hmm. Okay. Is that, is that all we have in terms of segments today? I, I believe so. so. Okay. With that, well, uh, what's happening next time so, we record? Yeah. Before we get into the plugs, next week is uh, Don't Even Blink and Shea Platypus. Um, I think I, I remember the remember. second one. It's I the don't restaurant, remember either right? of these. Uh, it must be, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so- I, I saw the description on Disney Plus and it said something like, uh, Candace wonders where all of these things go whenever they disappear or something like that. Uh, so we'll, we'll be on the lookout for that. So programming note, there's a chance there might not be an episode next Saturday. Again, I am moving across the country. So if, if we do have an episode, we'll probably pre-tape that this week before I move. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, have it. we'll try to get it out back to you as soon as possible. Our loyal, loyal Phineas and Ferb fans. Oh, what should we call our listeners? Um, the Platypites? No. No, no. Well, I mean, we got to like- The corn dogs? It could be the corn dogs. The corn dogs. <laughs> um, we can run it by the listeners. Well, what do you yeah. call? Yeah, we'll, we'll put out some polls. Uh, maybe send in the feedback. Yeah. Um, so who wants to start off with what they have going on? Uh, sure. So we uh, are, uh, at the time I'm saying this, I, releasing an episode tomorrow, but by the time this comes out, this episode will have come out you know, four or five days ago. Um, so this week's episode of EATB is dropping on the exact four-year anniversary of our first episode. Wow. Um, so uh, what we did is we started by together listening to the intro of our very first episode and giving our, our commentary on how bad it was and how far we've come as far as that goes. Uh, and then we talked a lot about this, uh, um, the Mario movie and the casting. Oh, oh my God, don't even get me started. I was watching <laughs> that direct live. And as like Shigeru Miyamoto was like announcing the, the cast, I'm like, oh my God, no, what? No, no. My favorite was a tweet from uh, someone who's like, okay, but who's going to play the, the lady Bowser with the like pig with the bow tie mm-hmm. and the, and mm-hmm. then Candy Muse retweeting it and being like, 
stop tagging me in this. I don't want to play her or whatever. <laughs> no, the, the, the funniest, and I, I already said this joke on the ATV, was a, a tweet that I saw that said Timothy Chalamet should have played Mario because oh he's God. already shown his on-screen chemistry with a peach. <laughs> did, I, did I tell you? Okay, this is a conversation I overheard at work. Someone, it was like a different company in the, in the building. So like these two guys were walking and they were like, would you eat that peach from Call Me By Your Name? And I was like, huh, huh? What is this discussion at work in the work environment? I had to endure. Absolutely being, not. Being Absolutely not. At work to quote yeah, the now, and now you're thing. making all of all of the corn dogs out there uncomfortable. Please, they have to share my pain. You can you can to... follow me at Davis comma Will on all major social media. Uh, I don't I don't know if I have a good uh, tweet like oh I, I I did post something new on Instagram for the for the 21st of September. Um, and a pop culture plug. Um, Doom Patrol is back. Doom Patrol is back. Um, they they're finally getting to finish i mean it says start of season three really they ended season two very obviously in the middle of a season uh so i'm very excited to have it back yeah um just to go back to my story uh to quote tamar braxton i had to endure being uncomfortable at work and i was not happy sorry i was watching some cbb we were really blessed that season with tamar um anyways navi to you, my queen. Um, you can follow me anywhere at Cause I'm Nappy. Um, as for a pop culture plug, I did check out the Star Wars anime that came out, Star Wars. Oh, Vision. Visions? How is it? I, I want to watch that. Uh, it's a fun ride. Uh, it's like an anthology, so each episode's yeah. its own thing, so you can like. I heard there's like a punk rock episode. Yeah, that one was a fun one too. I really enjoyed it. The I would love uh, to hear you and Jacob discuss it as like Star Wars and anime friends. Yeah, I don't I know if Jacob's be- an anime fan, actually. I, I know he's a Star Wars fan and you're the anime fan, but... Yeah. Well, I'm sure he would... He's watched it by this yeah. point, so... Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the... Aesthetics is very important for me, so, like, aesthetically, like, that was enough for me to, like, get me to watch the show, and it was, like, pretty good. Probably, like, the best, like, Star Wars thing out of Disney in, like, a while, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my plug, Star Wars Visions. Okay. You can follow me at what the fleep on all social media, including TikTok. I posted a TikTok today uh, about a Big Brother comics. If anyone is interested, uh, and having some a lot of fun watching TikTok, sending Will a lot of stuff. Will sending me a lot of stuff. I sent Will a whole discussion on uh, this. One person did a discussion on uh, Disney Plus profile pictures, and I was mm-hmm. like, the one for like the classic Mickey. I was like, oh my god, this is Nathan <laughs> because like, he's never changed it um so yeah uh and follow me on all social media uh the brazilian dragon podcast by the time you're listening to this we should have dropped our brazilian dragon game season four podcast and let me tell you whoa it is a whirlwind it is bloody it is chaotic and it is a lot of fun caitlin and i did spend five minutes just talking about maddie g and how excellent taste he has um so check that out um and then also i i think i might try to have one random episode of brazilian dragon in the can also uh also what you're doing here scooby snacks and chats is on pause until i move and then lastly monday october 4th or tuesday october 5th there will be an rhap episode that i hosted that i highly recommend everyone check out and i'm gonna leave it at that so with all that said 
Do we have a hashtag? Oh, and I my said- pop, pop, I'm sorry. My pop culture plug is the Pixar movie Coco. Did I plug that last time? Uh, I don't think so. I think you pl- plugged something else. Last- uh, I think One Day at a Time was last week. Did I do a Shakira album or something? Yeah, yeah that too. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So yeah, the Disney Pixar movie Coco. Watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, remember me. Remember me. La Llorona also a bop. Uh, Un Poco Loco also a bop. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, just a great movie. Um, anyways, hashtag for this episode. Um, I said something about piss earlier. We probably no, no, we're not one. doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, Gelatina Wesson. Gelatina Wesson. There, that's a great one. Gelatina Wesson. With that said, Will. Corn dog, corn dog. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Bye. I know you know what you're doing today. I know you know what you're doing. Isabella Buford, Phineas and Ferb. Candace gonna bust you if you... You gotta, you gotta cut that. No, no, you gotta cut that whole bit.